What's up, everybody? Welcome up, back to a fresh episode of Processing Power, the last episode of the year, last 2020. One, yeah. Oh man, we made it almost. What's going on, everybody? Hope you had a great Christmas. Uh, we got New Year's coming up real soon, but first, we got some end of the year tech news to dive into. First yeah. and foremost, my name is Bon Jin. My name is Alexander Kale. You're listening to Processing Power today. You know, just another daily dose. Another daily dose. Processing Power exclamation point. Thanks to our 12 listeners who are holding it down for us every week, really putting in the really putting in the hours, showing us you care. We're gonna have some merch for you soon. We're gonna get that going up on the website. Yeah. But first, Keep how's it going up. with you, Alexander? How's life in SF? It's good. Um, you know, just uh, holidays. Didn't get to see the fam this year but you know a lot of people are a lot of people are staying home i was with my with my girlfriend her family's a little closer by didn't want to travel too far chill chill smart smart um yeah. how about you how's uh how's everything going with you Any, anything new going on everything's going good um my sister got covid uh, uh yeah that's such she... a big news still you know covid is still a thing everyone's getting it yeah but she's good she like barely even noticed she had it and like no one else got it in my family so we're chilling yeah but you know man hopefully we can get over this soon yeah well with the mention now that you mentioned it i actually wanted to say it's pretty crazy my mom actually got a vaccine oh really yeah she works in a hospital though so um they they like asked her like they're like hey we have one for you if you want to come get it but it was the type of thing that, like, if she didn't get it on that day, she probably wouldn't have gotten it for a long time. Yeah. So, like, she just kind of went for it. Might as well. My friend got it, too. He works at a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. But the rest of us peasants will have yeah. to wait until, like, August, probably, to get it. So For lucky, then, yeah. We'll just be playing dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Uh, great episode for you guys today. Um only a couple like we said only a couple more business days of the year so yeah. not much activity going on until 2021 hopefully not 2021. too much tech stuff but i mean so i mean we got a couple a couple little goodies this year you know around the holidays we could we absolutely. could chat about a bit absolutely um, first off I, I don't know if you know i don't know if you could hear how crispy clear it is Ooh, upgrades talking, talking through a new mic you know Upgrades all around. What are you rocking have a, right now? Don't have the mic stand going, so you might hear some table stuff, but I'm working on getting one of those. But um, hopefully it sounds a little crispier. It's uh, not not what John's working with, not a not a Shure SM7B or anything. We all can't be superheroes, but I mean. But it's a, it's the Shure MV5, you know. Got it got it for a bit of a, a steal. Shure MV5. Now, that is a USB mic, right? That is, yeah. It's not an XLR. Yours is an XLR mic, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 Wait, is yours like USB C, USB A? Uh, it's USB A, but I or it's actually micro USB. It kind of sucks, but it goes into USB A, and then I have an adapter to USB C. So hopefully, all that adapting doesn't just destroy the audio quality. Yeah. I mean, it sounds pretty good. So. Yeah. But, and if it's a mic for podcasting, I'm sure. I mean, the viewers, the viewers definitely feel free to chime in. Let me know if um. You know, let me know if things sound a little off or anything, but still figuring it all out. 
sure does good work. Like I always said, it's about it's about the value we bring to the consumer. My favorite podcast, shout out to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, is like they put socks in their mouths and they record on an iPhone 3GS and that's still the best podcast you can listen to because like of the value, but of the credit, know. yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Moving uh, along. You got something a little bit more exciting going on, don't you? Guys, I was able to get my hands, to get my paws on a fresh M1 Mac Book Pro. Um, this is the 8 gigabyte version. Uh, M1 2020 Apple M1 chip. Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful so far. Um, I've been putting in a little bit of work on it using Premiere and using Final Cut Pro. First and foremost, I rendered out a, I think it was like a 55 minute video, just 1080p, in 20 minutes, very fast. That was on Premiere, and that is unheard of for Premiere. That's Final Cut Pro speed right there. Oh, have you, are you mainly just still using Premiere, or have you used any Final Cut? Uh, I've been using Final Cut mostly, but I tried okay. Premiere a little bit, because I know Premiere like needs a lot of power to work well. Okay. So... I um so I did a test. I was editing off of a solid state drive, um, external Thunderbolt, um, solid state, and I was editing a 4K clip. And Premiere does this like really annoying thing where, like, let's say you're watching the video, you pause it, and then you click another part of the timeline, press the space bar. You need that shit to play immediately because you're an editor. Yeah. Premiere doesn't do that. It'll like wait a couple seconds it'll lag because for whatever reason it just i don't know it just needs it just needs the most and even on the last mac that i was that i had um it was like 16 gigs of ram or whatever it was intel it, it was doing that like a shit ton it was so annoying yeah yeah i'm like dude how much does this like this is, is like the experience expensive... wait is the experience better on this machine the experience is better it's not it's still not as smooth as final cut yeah. But it's way better. I was editing 4K full resolution, and it was it was working. I'm I feel like it won't always work as well as it did, but like for when I was doing, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it really um, depends on the drive you're using as well. Hopefully the uh, so we were just looking at that Premiere Pro beta that came out for Apple Silicon. Hopefully that optimizes you know a bit of those small things like the play pause and and whatnot. Yeah, um, I haven't tried that yet. I haven't even used it. Um, but I'm definitely going to download that today. Because Final Cut was, like, crazy. Um, even Logic right now, like, already seems like it's running smoother. Yeah, I'm you sure know? I'm sure. just, like, the over, as an overall experience, um, it's just a smoother experience. Other than that, um, as for battery life, I know battery life's a huge thing on these guys. Um, battery life on the Intel was trash like terrible yeah. They, they, um, yeah, they, they are honestly like when you're doing any kind of actual work on them they die in like an hour and a half or something yeah like if i if i don't take my charger to work i'm not going to be able to go through the day with the intel mac so with that being said this mac is like i'm right now i'm running logic and zoom and it's going down but it's not going down as fast i don't know if i started at 100 but right now it's at 82 percent um, yeah, we can check in at the end of the show, see see what kind of numbers we're looking at. I do think I'm going to be able to get through this podcast and another podcast without plugging it in. But when you're editing on Premiere, 
that bitch goes down fast as hell. It does not yeah. care that it's an M1 Mac. So, yeah, that'll that'll drain it. Yeah, but, for sure. But what are you gonna do? It's still good for like twenty six six hour jump to twenty hours is ridiculous. Like no matter what. Yeah, you're... for like for like streams and stuff. Yeah, it's insane. Obviously, yeah. more intensive tasks are gonna be not as insane of a difference. I was actually doing a project the other day, and it was one of those down to the wire projects and if i had not used this m1 mac to export then i would not have made the deadline it was like a five minute window Damn. like i exported a 55 minute project in like 20 minutes uploaded it with my gigabyte gigabit so it was like any other computer like i would have been like 30 minutes late damn dude yeah. That's, uh, you know, some, some stories, you know, some heroic stories from the M1. I was very, I was very pleased with, uh, with the M1's performance. I was like biting my nails, but yeah, yeah uh, I've only had it for like a week, so we'll see. Yeah. But I am, I gotta say, I am going from four ports to two ports, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. the exporting speed and the battery life is probably worth it. No, I do see what you're saying. That, that would kind of like, I'd be a little bit annoyed at that. Hopefully those, um refreshes of those higher end 13 inches and like 16 inch come out and not too long i can imagine like i can imagine yeah. it's probably going to be later next year but i uh, will see when it actually happens i also have to mention that this computer right now not plugged in is powering a scarlet preamp and another preamp so it's powering two preamps oh yeah, and yeah. this fat microphone which i know just sucks power so we'll see yeah, that's true. And you're also using Zoom and Logic to record. Like, you're using really intensive stuff. I'm going hard. I have Photoshop open in the background, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when John says he, like, was able to kill it, he, like, he like you know, this is what he does. I'm killing I got Safari open, Messages open, Podcasts open, News open, uh, Apple Music open. I don't even have Apple Music. Wait, so open. why don't you have it plugged into a charger? Because I want to kill it. I want to wreck <laughs> this thing. This is a test. This I'm putting test. it to the yeah. I'm like, yo, let's go. I want to see if I can get through two podcasts. We're at 81 percent, boy. Yeah, I think I think we'll definitely make it to the end of this one. We'll we'll see if you make it to the end of your your other podcast. Yeah, yikes! But like when this guy gives up, it's just like yo, five percent, four percent dead. <laughs> like no warning. Oh yeah. All right. Great, great experience. And this is the low end version too. So like you ain't seen yeah. nothing yet. Yeah, we'll we'll see uh we'll see a refresh of the uh the high red ones. Does uh, any other are all the Adobe softwares Intel still? Um I don't know if all of them are. I know that they said Photoshop will be coming out early next year, but I I can I think there might be one that already is. I'm not too sure. I'm not too up to date on that to be honest with you. I'm not a a huge Adobe suite user myself. Yeah, Adobe Suite. They are. There's something else, you know. Fifty dollars a month. Jeez. Jeez. All right, moving on. Um, this has been a a big uh, a big hot topic recently, actually. Yeah, Apple Car Project back in the news. Um, according yeah. to Reuters, um, Apple is rumored to be releasing a car in four years, 2024. Project Titan is back. Um, when news of this broke, Tesla stock immediately dropped a little bit and then it recovered a little bit. 
Um, Elon Musk tweeted that he tried to approach Tim Cook about an acquisition back when Tesla was hurting and Tim Cook didn't even take his call or his meeting or whatever. Yeah. Because he was probably like, well, you know what? That's that's a cute little car thing, but I think we'll build our own. You know, I don't know. I don't know what his reasoning was. He was probably busy canceling shows. Um, But yeah, uh, you know, this is just going to be the best in the industry. Um, Yeah. I I might not even have a steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I do think it's going to be something like that. Like something like no steering wheel, like fully drives itself. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I mean, Apple had, there were always rumors of this Apple car thing, like ever since Google started working on this whole project, like in 2010. Um, but they, it's kind of weird to me that they resurfaced because it's been dormant for like so long, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be, um, it'll be interesting to see if, if there's any actual talks about it. I don't think the consumer, like you and I are going to hear anything for a long time. If I have to be honest with you. Yeah. I may be mistaken, but did they like, wasn't like somebody like the head of the project and then they like left the company to work for Uber or something or Uh, Apple's project. Yeah. Or they Uh, like, or Apple hired someone from Uber. I don't know. I think Apple, okay, okay. Uber, uh, the company Waymo hired somebody or or the company Uber hired somebody from Waymo. And that was like a big debate of them, like stealing self-driving info and stuff like that. But I do think Apple has hired people from some, some of these other Google car projects or something like that. Damn. An Apple car. If you aren't already into the ecosystem enough, now your car is just, now your vehicle is What's next? Apple House? Yeah, your vessel for transportation. Apple Real Estate. Apple's going to make a neighborhood. Yeah, you just like... homes. Seamless. Oh, my God. That's... Unibody design, bro. Oh, Jesus. I don't know if I'm ready. Siri, pull up the car. (laughs) Is Siri in the car or is Siri the car? Siri is the neighborhood. Siri Street 101. <laughs> oh, man. Now my Siri's going off. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> but, yeah, Apple Car, no steering wheel, hopefully. Um, yeah, it'll probably... I, I, I can imagine, like, when it does happen, that it'll be something, like, with no steering wheel, like, super, like, minimal. Like, you know the, the way that Tesla is minimal, but, like, I feel like it might even be more minimal. Something... It's, it's going to be, like, a, like a, a, a white egg-looking thing. Yeah, yeah, it'll be weird for sure. Like, I don't necessarily think Teslas are the most attractive-looking car. Um, have you ever been in a Tesla? Yeah. So something about Teslas is, is like, they're, they're, cool, they're cool and they look nice, but I feel like, I don't know, like, closing the door feels more hollow than on, like, a German car. It's like, I feel like they're just, in some ways, not as well-built, and I hope that if Apple does make a car, that it does feel, like, very very like you know sturdy and well built like teslas are cool and high tech but in some ways they feel like hollow or like light in a way you know Mm -hmm. i don't know how to describe it yeah maybe you won't even have to ever touch this car yeah 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 i mean tesla does to an extent have stuff like that like on the model x you walk up to it the door opens you sit in you press the brakes the door closes damn Um, so yeah, Apple Car probably gonna be like five hundred grand. You know, just gonna make it out of reach for everyone. Okay, do you actually think that that 
as how it would be. I don't think it would be that ridiculous. Five? No, it wouldn't be five hundred grand. But it would be like it would be like whatever the first Tesla was. It was like out of reach for yeah, everyone. yeah, yeah. But I think it would be even a little more out of reach than that. Yeah. Well, how much? Well, I think. The, like... Okay, so I think like, I think that they would come into the market unlike Tesla. I think they would because Tesla was trying to build money at the same time as selling cars to sell other cars. Yeah. I think they would come into the market with like three choices of car, like small SUV, large SUV, or small small sedan, large sedan, and like SUV. Yeah. And I think that like the prices would be in similar like the vehicles would be in similar categories to Tesla's, but the prices would all be a hike up from Tesla's. I'm assuming. I'm comparing yeah. it to Tesla a lot because, like, that's, like, the closest tech company that is, like, a car company, essentially. It's the only competition, really, right yeah. now. And then Tesla would just be the budget EV company, presumably. I, I, I do low-key think that, I mean, that's kind of what Elon wanted. I do think that he's working toward making all the cars cheaper at Tesla. If he can do that and still, because right now, Tesla's worth, what, like, $600 billion? Yeah, a lot. Their stock just fucking climbed they're, this year too. Like, they're worth like a quarter of Apple, and they just sell cars. Yeah. Know? Besides, yeah, like imagine Apple adding shit. cars into their freaking portfolio of shit yeah. that they make. Like Damn. they have so much shit that they make. <laughs> and then Amazon's gonna make a fucking car probably. Cause yeah. Why, not, why the hell not? Have it's you ever heard of something suck. called a monopoly, John? Yes. I have. Speaking of monopolies, we'll get into that next story. But yeah, would Apple be considered a monopoly? Probably. I'd probably say they already are. I'd probably say Google already is. I think they all kind of already are. I mean, Apple still has competition. Apple is like like the Amazon thing where they have competition in different sectors. And they just buy it or they just make a better version of it. Like, Like so many apps on your iPhone are because there were other apps that did something similar and Apple just made it built in. Yeah. Like they noticed sleep sleep tracking apps were doing well, so they just built into the Apple Watch. Granted, the sleep tracking built into the Apple Watch kind of sucks. Um, But there's other things that they they do that are just way more integrated than the competition that can't be competed with. Like, for example, Apple Music. Like Uh Spotify can't compete on a certain level, like with the integration factor. It's interesting you mentioned Spotify because Spotify is like Spotify's market share is arguably larger than Apple Music. Probably, in no, some probably. no, no, I'm, I'm not doubting just, that. They can't make money. Yeah, and that's they can't, what, that's how Apple always win. Yeah, and they can't compete on all the same playing fields because a lot of people like think of like okay, people like you, you want like a good playlist, you'll use Spotify. Someone like my my dad. He's like sees an app that's already installed on his phone that came with his iPhone that says the word music on it. Yeah. That that's the one he's gonna use. Yeah. If he tells Siri to play a song, that's the app she's gonna use. Like, like yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Like they can't compete there. Even with Apple Music being so limited in terms of like compatibility with stuff, Apple's yeah. still gonna win. Yeah. And so they they really have no incentive to make Apple Music awesome. Yeah, you know, Apple Music just uh, came up, uh, showed up on the Google Home. You can make it a primary source. Wow, were they just like fuck it? Why not? I don't think it was Apple. I I think you were always able to do that with Apple Music. I think it was Google that finally said fuck it, we'll allow it. Huh. Yeah. yeah, and apparently Apple's making a search engine too. 
I, I think that sounds damn near impossible if you're not trying to collect user data. Like, yeah. Like, you need to collect user data to have a good search engine. Have you ever used DuckDuckGo? No. Okay, that's uh, it's the best search engine I've used that doesn't collect user data, but it's still not it competitive. Suck. I mean, it doesn't suck. It's better than, like, in my opinion, Bing in a lot of circumstances, and Bing does collect user data. But uh, I don't, you know, like, nothing is Google. Like, Google's insane. Yeah. Yeah, unless they like, I don't know. I don't know how they would do this because you know how they're always like, we discovered a new way to protect your privacy. With yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, there are like, there are cool things you could do. Like, there's uh, something that Google introduced for Android like a couple years ago. And they were using, the way that they were uh, showing it off is something called federated learning. And they were showing it off like, hey, like, uh, you know how sometimes you're typing and the autocorrect happens and like let's say a lot of people in the world are using the word LOL then eventually your phone will autocorrect like if you misspell LOL mm-hmm. but the way they're doing it um, so that it's private and they don't know who's saying what and whatnot is they're downloading the entire dictionary model to your phone and then you're contributing to the model and instead of just uploading the changes you're uploading the entire model um, and then mm. they can't tell whose model is whose so it's like a way of incorporating everyone's data while also not revealing whose data is whose. So I think that something like that will become more, you know, more popular and like usable on a big scale, but it's just very difficult. Like to keep someone's data private, you have to go through so many hoops and do so much work. Good guy, Apple. Yeah. Good guy, Apple. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, they, they normally don't opt to go through that much work. Apple normally opts to just say, like, let's just not even do it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah. that would take too much work to do. Like, why, Siri should be better by now. But they're like, they just don't put in. I feel like if, obviously, if you put in a crap ton of work, you could do stuff with the limited data that you have. But I feel like, I don't know, they're just not, not pushing that hard in that regard. Jesus, how does Siri still suck? I don't know. They were first to the game. They were literally the first to the game, and and she's, like, horrible. Why do I need the internet to start a timer? Uh, Yeah, you need the internet on all of them. But the thing that annoys me is Siri technically does the the dictation, like, locally. But for for some reason, it always has to verify some data with, like, Apple servers. And I don't know why, but it always fucking does. Hmm. Yeah, doesn't have like the entire English language like in her. Yeah, like if you if I turn my phone onto uh, airplane mode, I could still use dictation to type. So like it can take the dictation. I, I don't know, dude. It always has to confirm with Apple servers for no reason. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, was I gonna say? Yeah, we're talking about monopolies. Alibaba. Alibaba <laughs> got struck with an. Monopoly antitrust probe in China. Its stock dropped 19%. Is Alibaba a monopoly, you think? In China? I don't know. I don't know too much about the Chinese market, but I wouldn't put it past them. Alibaba, I thought, was just a store to, like, buy stuff. It's huge. It's like Amazon, but in China. It does, so, yeah, it, it's, is it's it kind of like Amazon? Is it valued as much as Amazon is? Not as much, but it is like Amazon China because I don't think Amazon can be in China. 
Oh, really? You yeah. Can't... Oh, damn. Yeah, China's, like, super strict with that shit. It's but, crazy uh, to me how Apple has, like, a thriving market in China, whereas things like Google and, like, Amazon and, like, Facebook have no market in China. Yeah. yeah. Apple has such a chunk of the market that no one has access to, and I don't know why China is cool with Apple, but they just are. And Disney, dude. Like, it has got to be, they just got to, like, turn their head at, like, some... Yeah. Well, so, Apple does have to go through hoops. Like, to operate in China, they have to have iCloud servers in China. And anyone that lives in China, their data has to be backed up to those servers that can't leave the country. I honestly think, now we're mentioning China, I honestly think it's a culture thing. Apple and Disney are such strong consumer cultures that Chinese love over there. I think I remember reading this in a book. Like, everything, like, all the tech companies, like, copy apple aesthetically historically in terms of like you know simplicity and all that shit yeah they just fucking love apple shit over there so and they apple probably makes them a shit ton of money you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but but damn yeah no definitely i could see how like the people or the culture behind these companies kind of makes it more attractive to some of these other countries, but it's still like the same security risk as China doing work with some other companies. I don't know. China's super anal about stuff, but so is the, the U S so I can't really, can't really you, say you can't make a company in China without the government having a stake in it. That's ridiculous. Did you know that? That's yeah, no, I, I, China's so, I don't know. It's kind of messed up, but I don't know. Yeah, and you can only, on the Chinese market, you can only pull out $50,000 a year. Wait, what? Yeah, so how those billionaires get all their money out of China is they, like, go through these crazy loopholes that have to do with, like, funneling their money through through a casino in Hong Kong or some shit. It's, it's crazy. There's lots of documentaries of it on YouTube. But China is, like, way, 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 way more strict in than the u.s in every sense of the word wait isn't hong kong uh, a different country technically hong kong is well it was it was like more democratic but recently it got taken over again by china so now i'm not so sure like this happened a couple months ago yeah so confusing dude like i I can't even follow you can't do shit in china i honestly wish i was more educated on this stuff dude you got the internet the world is your oyster. It's a good point. But yeah, it is kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it's like all over the place. Point. Foreign policy is crazy. Foreign policy. And some, <laughs> there's someone that works at Apple that know that is a master on Chinese law. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's oh, like, 100, 100%. And, and he has to be with everyone every time the, they go to China. The best in the world. The best money yeah. can buy. Yeah. <laughs> That's Definitely. funny. That is funny. All right. What else we got on the docking? Great, juicy episode so far. We hope you all are having a great, safe ride to work or whatever you're doing on this, <laughs> on this Monday. Um, Bitcoin is currently at, well, it was last night at an all-time high. It hit uh, almost 28,000, just Jeez. surging up. Yeah, it's, um, it's so volatile, man. It's so volatile. It's all over the place. 
I'm surprised that it didn't shoot up at the start of the pandemic when the market was plummeting. Yeah. Bitcoin was like at 5,000, which was like super low for Bitcoin. Yeah, but recently it's been shooting up apparently because uh, what makes this surge different than the last one in 2017 is now all the banks like are fully supporting Bitcoin. Visa just launched um, a credit card that gives you rewards in Bitcoin. Whoa. Yeah. So they're like, all right, yo, this is the future. They're buying up as much of it as they can so that they can like control as much of it as they can while it's cheap. But yeah, it's shooting up to so 27,000. I think it might hit 50,000 this year. Why don't you personally. Buy some coin, bro? I bought a little bit like the beginning of December. I was at 19. Oh, but wait, then you already have some kind of return. Definitely. I mean, like 300 bucks. But yeah, I just wish I had like taken it more seriously in March. I could have like literally just picked up two Bitcoin real quick. But, how, much, you know, how much was Bitcoin in March? It was like six grand. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's cheap right now compared to what it's going to be down the yeah, line if we thought in 2018 it got high we've already exceeded that yeah like i don't i don't think it'll get lower than 20,000 ever again because that was like a support break that it just couldn't couldn't break early on and now now we're beyond that yeah and if you think about the scope of bitcoin knowledge still if you ask someone on the street they probably won't know what it is yeah it's hard to it's hard to describe even for people that um follow this kind of stuff it's still hard to describe even if you know what's going on yeah most people still think it's a company you know so with that being said think about how expensive it will be when everybody knows what it is yeah i mean yeah so so yeah, uh, with that being said, uh, Bitcoin regulation is on the brink. Uh, apparently, there's a bill that is being proposed by the U.S. Gov that is saying that you will have to tell the U.S. Gov when you buy or sell or send Bitcoin, um, potentially, which is pretty lame because that is kind of the opposite reason why Bitcoin was created in the first place. But yeah. Yeah, what? But, you know, the government, you know, they they have to have their hand in everything. So, I'm sure there's going to be ways around it, you know? If you are keeping your Bitcoin on an exchange, like Coinbase, you definitely will be subject to these regulations. Yeah, well, but, I mean, something like Coinbase already has, like, a history, like, on it. Coinbase like, operates like a bank, like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So if you have a lot of coin, I highly suggest getting like your own wallet and putting that shit in your sock drawer. Um, but if you only have a couple grand, fuck it. Coinbase is fine. You know. Is that where you got your stuff in Coinbase? Yeah, I just have my stuff in Coinbase. Like I'm not a I'm not a day trader with with the coin. Dude, case. Alex has like his own private private keys on his machines. Yeah. But Alex trades those weird tokens that I don't know anything about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I don't, I don't care about Dogecoin. Doge, like what the fuck is that, dude? Yeah, Bitcoin. It's the only <laughs> one that you should be putting your money in, really. 
I have some money in Ripple, but that was I put that in there a while back. I ripped that shit out and put it in Bitcoin. Fuck Ripple. It's centralized. So it's not centralized. Is it's, it not? Uh, backed by multiple different banks, so it's not one uh, governing body. But it is uh, not. It's not like Bitcoin. It is not uh, like Bitcoin. How much is it? It's not very high. I have some. I know somebody that works there actually, which is kind of funny at uh, at Ripple. Who would have fucking thought that Bitcoin would get this high? Who would have fucking thought? How how high was Bitcoin when you first hold heard of it? When it's first mentioned um, to you? Very low, like uh, like I want to say like eight dollars. When was that? Like eighth grade? No, 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 no. Um, sophomore year of high school, so 2012. Damn. And you were like, nah. Uh, I bought Bitcoin actually in 2013 or 14 because <laughs> I was a bad kid trying to buy things on the internet. Um, and I ended up not buying the things on the internet and I got like $35 of Bitcoin. And then I checked it again in 2018. And I think this was like 0.04 Bitcoin or something. And that that like $35 turned into like, I don't know, it was like, I checked it too early in the year. It was so dumb. It turned into like 800 or 900 bucks. And then I should have left it because later that year it exploded. But I put it all into Ripple because I'm a <laughs> smart guy. Woo! Yeah. I, I but think it's all it good. At, it was just 35 bucks. I think it was at $40 when I heard of it. And my cousin was like, he had heard of it when it was like, dollars and he was really upset that he hadn't bought it when it was then and he was like it's forty dollars now and i'm like dude what the hell are you talking about <laughs> who cares it's twenty nine thousand dollars now if i could go out and slap it's 29 right now or whatever you just said it was what would you say 27 if i could go back and slap myself i would not i wouldn't because i wouldn't change a thing yeah, I mean, it's still super volatile and super sketchy to grab. So volatile as hell. Not as volatile so as Tesla, though. What the hell is going on over here? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ugh. That's pretty funny, yeah. Like, I don't get it. Uh, does it want to be $600? Does it want to be $90? It doesn't fucking know. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's supposed to be a much more stable game, the stock game. But, yeah. Uh, it's, dude, it was literally pulling down the S&P 500 the other day. All the other stable stocks, Apple, Microsoft, stocks that people know and love, Disney, just like a steady climb. And Tesla comes in and just pulls that motherfucker down. And then it goes up. Oh, it, it. You know, it's just, I don't know, because Tesla has like a very, very bright future and the stock market looks at the future. But right now, the price isn't very justifiable. That's the issue. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they they barely make a profit. Yeah, I think they just started making a profit. Was it last year or this year? Yeah, it was slim. Yeah. So, like, slim. everything's riding on February's fucking profits. Yeah, I mean, hopefully if anyone out there has any Tesla sock, I'm looking at you, John. Hopefully it does well. Hopefully. Hey, yo, I just got to figure out if it goes up, I can make money. If it goes down, I can make money. It's a 50% chance. You know, I just got to be right. But whatever I choose, it does the opposite always. So I'm just going to do the opposite of what I would choose. 
I think that's the game I'm going to play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't trust myself. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's, uh, that's all the content we got for today's episode. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of a shorter one, but it's, uh, you know, it's end of the year. Everyone go relax, chill with the fam. We'll be back um, next Friday. We'll no, come back at you next Monday. year. Next 2021. We have a, a great year planned of great processing power episodes. Yeah, it's going to be um, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening. That'll be sweet. Follow us on whatever. Check out the website, adobehouse.live. Drop us a line. I'm Bonchin. I'm Alex Gailey. I'll catch you, uh, catch you later. We'll catch you later. Peace.